It is time for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can always contact her team, 604-695-LORI, or visit the website, pinkowski.ca. Lori, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Long time no talk. How are you? I know. Very well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. How can we not be when uh, we have such beautiful weather here in Vancouver? (laughs) It is gorgeous (laughs) and it's going to stay that way for sure. Uh, Let's start uh, getting a general update. What's happening on the markets? Yeah, markets are flat today, you know, but coming off a huge bounce from the beginning of the week, uh, again, erasing most of the losses from last week. So we're seeing more volatility uh, over the last couple of weeks for sure. And the main reason for that pullback last week were really from comments made uh, by the Federal Reserve. They're saying that inflation is tracking ahead of expectations and that this may lead to increasing rates in 2023. So that's a year ahead of expectations. So that spooked markets a little bit, right? And then we also saw weakness in commodity prices as the Chinese government uh, has taken steps to cool rising prices by releasing strategic reserves. So that uh, combination uh, caused markets to decline last week. Uh, and then we're seeing a really, you know, a continued rotation out of value sectors or cyclicals, which means like industrials, industrials, materials and financials uh, really got hit last week and money moved into technology. And this actually keeps happening almost like on a monthly basis. You're seeing this rotation. So it is important, I believe, in portfolios to have diversification, have exposure to to most sectors out there right now. And again, just remember when interest rates do go up, uh, this isn't necessarily always a a bad thing. It means the economy is robust and growing and and usually the stock market's moving with it. It's just that initial idea that that change could be coming. Right, and when we look at corrections, that's not something that's out of the the norm or something that that is something that we see. Exactly. A correction uh, is decline is a decline of 10% or greater, uh, and it can last for, for days to months. And even though we remain very bullish on markets for years to come, you know, we want to remind investors that corrections in the market are normal and healthy. Uh, and I think everyone just gets that initial shock when they see, you know, the Dow down 500. They're going, what do you mean? It goes up every day. Um, and, and obviously, this isn't the case. And, and, and corrections typically occur one to two times a year. Uh, the last correction we really saw was about 10 months ago in September of last year. So again, you know, use these corrections possibly as opportunities to buy stocks that have run away from you. Uh, but also what we do is we remain disciplined in the fact that at this point, a correction like last week it doesn't say, OK, you got to run for the hills, uh, but you have to be watching it. So is this a, a point of consolidation where, you know, in an uptrend of a market, you know, things are just kind of moving sideways and consolidating or is this the beginning of a bigger correction? Again, at this point, we don't see that, but we're always ready to go. We have a plan. We would raise cash, that sort of thing, if we saw a market start to get weaker. But at this point, it was good to see a bounce this week, a reversal uh, in that trend for sure. All right. Let's talk about retirement planning. And I know you want to focus today, retirement when you are a business owner and entrepreneur. Definitely. I think that you know, whether you're transitioning your business to family members or selling it to a third party, you know, there's tax consequences and, you know, cash flow needs to consider. Uh, and some of the, the planning, um, you know, can take years, not just months, right? Uh, when you're looking at selling your business. So there's different things that you have to think about. And, you know, in the last six months, you know, we've had a lot of calls from 
business owners going, you know, I think I want to retire. <laughs> it was a lot of stress with COVID and I, I think I may be done. I may be retiring a bit earlier than planned, but I'm out of here. How do I do it? And, uh, and so again, you need to, a team of professionals to help you with that. Uh, you can't go it alone. You need, you know, of course, your accountant, your lawyer, uh, financial planner and financial advisor to really look at that. The earlier, the better though. Uh, you know, typically three to five years out uh, to get all your ducks in a row is a good idea. Uh, when looking at selling your business and, and looking at retirement. Hmm. Uh, interesting. Because, yeah, it's not something that you can just wake up one day and say, let's uh, do this. You There has to be some planning and, like you said, some uh, professional guidance in that. What types of things do you look at company worth, potential purchasers, that kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. It's hard to plan for retirement if you don't know what your business is worth. And for most people or for a lot of people, selling the business is their retirement nest egg, right? And so depending on how much you're going to get for that, again, after taxes, after legal fees, um, you know, those are things that you want to look at and, and who are you going to be selling to? So sometimes having an independent valuation done, um, you know, even if family members are taking it over, uh, some accountants can do informal valuations, but if a third party uh, buyer is coming and you're going to have to definitely get a professional valuation done. And, and that's important to, to have that so that you know what you're working with. And, and we often see people that want to, you know, pass down their business uh, to the next generation. And that has pros and cons, right? They may have worked at the business. It might be positive that way. They, they understand it. It's going to carry on just as it was. Uh, but some of the, the drawbacks could be is they may not have the cash to pay for your business, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe financing has to be involved, whether they get approved or not. Uh, but you need to crystallize some cash in order for you to have cash flow in retirement. So it may sound like a good idea. Uh, but again, you need to look at it from many different angles and really sit down and plan for that. And then also just, you know, uh, making that actual transition. It's much more of an emotional transition, I feel, for entrepreneurs and business owners uh, to step into retirement, right? I mean, it's, it's all going to be good. Everyone's happy, um, you know, eventually. But a lot of people go into this transition uh, saying, I'm not going to just leave my business, right, overnight, like you said. Uh, it's, you know, a lot of people stay on for, you know, months to even one to two years, right, to make sure that's a smooth transition because they care so deeply about their employees' uh, well-being uh, as well as their clients and customers that they've built over years. I mean, this is their baby, right? And yeah. they want to make sure that it continues on uh, even when they're not there. So those are definitely some of the some of the questions that we see and some of the issues. I'm imagining people would also want to know how to deal with any tax consequences or minimizing taxes that come with this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you sell your business, uh, you have a lifetime capital gains exemption, um, may allow you to minimize taxes um, for the sale of your share of the business. And that's almost 900000 now. Um, as long as, as it's a qualified small business corporation at the time of the sale. So you really want to take a look at your corporate structure. Again, talk to your accountant to make sure a, a good financial planner is, is involved. That's what we do uh, when people come to us with this, because we really want to look at it and, and make sure uh, that you're not paying more taxes than, than you should be, right? When you're making this transition and you're keeping more money in your pocket long term. And, and even for estate planning purposes, there's planning. Um, you know, people often ask, is there a way to get money out of my corporation tax free because it's kind of stuck in there? Well, there is uh, when you're using various insurance strategies. So again, talking to a qualified planner that uh, does insurance as well, 
may have some really good recommendations for you long term, uh, how to, again, get some of that money out of your corporation tax free. So again, you need to plan for cash flow, right? This is going from you know, getting paid from your company uh, to paying yourself, which is, everything is possible. Uh, it's just, again, about having that plan and, and again, making sure that you're considering, you know, what that value of that business is, along with all the costs that come with selling your business. Uh, and we always include those in a financial plan when we're looking at retirement projections. All right, Lori, we will leave it there. Great advice uh, for business owners and entrepreneurs. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much, Jill. Have a great week. All right. That is Lori Pinkowski. You can call Lori and her team today, 604-695-LORI. With any questions you have about investing or retirement, you can also visit the website at pinkowski.ca.